So today I'm sitting here with the very lovely Hannah, who has just came, taken over as comms manager. manager. Comms manager at the office. Thank you very much. How's the office job going so far? Uh, it is good. It's it's uh, different to my lonely freelance life that I've been doing for eleven years. So I'm really happy to be in a different environment. It's really good. So, were you, is this your first experience of being back in the office for 11 years? Yeah. Wow. I Making was. tea for other people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and what does a typical day look like for you now? Um, so, I'm working on a Monday and a Wednesday. Um, and a few days on a Tuesday, if I can fit it in. I come into the office on a Monday. I pedal up from Malden Manor on my little bike after dropping the boys, my two lovely boys at school and come into the office and then I work at home on a Wednesday so um yeah filling my days with uh figuring out how your church runs and how I can better serve and help well I'm sure that's keeping you very busy it is it's it's all new and all consuming and my head is very full (laughs) yeah so how did you come to be at Southwest London Vineyard then uh we joined as a family just before the summer, well, we were looking for a church during the summer. Uh, we've been part of Christchurch London for 18 years. And that came to an end for us. So over the summer last year, we were looking and um, friends of ours, Alex and Ruth, are part of your community and had mentioned you guys. And we, yeah, after searching for quite a while, we landed in probably October last year and have settled oh and then so did you see the job advertised then or did you know about it already when you settled i didn't know about it i was just looking on your site to find out what times we you the service was starting and i'd been looking for a part-time job in comms with like tier fund and christian aid and i'd just started a search um just needing a bit of something consistent consistent with my freelance work and just this job popped up and amazing very quickly got interviewed and very quickly got the job and then we sort of landed as a family and decided this must be <laughs> where we're supposed to be this right now to be where we're supposed to be. yeah uh, it all happened very fast oh and so that's what's been happening very recently yeah but can i take you back here to your origin story about how you became a christian in the first place do you could you pinpoint a particular moment in time or has it been more of a gradual journey for you um I can remember the moment that I really wanted Jesus in my life my parents are going back further they are really faith-filled strong Christian believers and they have been all their life and we are a family from New Zealand and um I've watched them journey and be obedient and came to England as a four-year-old and just watch them be really um yeah I guess a bit obedient is the word they've been elders in our church and I, I remember as a six-year-old getting really frustrated playing the piano practice just hated it and and just there was a moment when I was six just saying to my mum I need some help I need Jesus to help me practice my piano <laughs> <laughs> um so that was that that was a moment and then just have being a part of a 
you know, church family growing up in the Midlands. My parents were the elders. There. Wait, I have to find out. Did Jesus help you play the piano? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> um, Your mum must have been so surprised, I think. Sometimes as parents, we don't know actually what's going in until our children yeah, right. speak to us. And you're like, oh... The fact that you knew you needed to ask for help and Jesus was the person to turn to. Yeah, it was, you know, faith was always really key and I watched my dad on his knees. We didn't have much coming to this country and we saw packages of food through the door and I saw my mum on her knees and I knew it was really real for them. I knew that faith was important and um, we were homeschooled from a young age and just it was always really you know a, a huge part of our foundation mm. and i and i saw it on a really practical level uh, you know the church that we were a part of growing up with just miracles and mm. amazing amazing stuff to be a part of wow so and then when you were an adult yourself you just carried on that journey and continued with your faith uh, yeah i came to london when i was 19 to art school and my first year of uni i decided that i would not drink and I was gonna sort of set it aside and it was quite a powerful year I guess I just knew that I had to stand on my own faith and figure it out a bit more myself and um, that's when I joined our previous church Christchurch and yeah it's been an amazing time in London yeah I guess yeah sounds like it <laughs> <laughs> um Tell me a little bit about what are you passionate about and what are you doing about it? Um, I have always, at a really young age too, when I was eight, um, God met with me in my bedroom and I had a vision of leading worship or leading a band or leading people in worship. So that's always been a really deep, um, value and calling I guess mm. not I didn't know it at the time you know when you're eight you just I sat on my bed and wept as an eight-year-old and that's pretty wow. amazing yeah just I was thinking of my f- actual father and his love for me and just had this amazing download of love from God so I worship has always been what I where I come alive and I've led worship for 18 years in Christchurch and have that's my passion yeah that's what I feel like we're called to do and um yeah and food yeah. <laughs> coming <laughs> swift, swift second <laughs> well we know Jesus enjoyed food a lot so I, and worship obviously uh, I'm a feeder I'll, you know hospitality I'll always uh, we, you know I met my husband at a party that he was hosting and like yeah <laughs> people and food yeah and music and worship and yeah. designer i mean like everything i mean yeah I'm, I'm kind of like <laughs> there's many things i enjoy yeah um and then i mean it may be linked to what we were just talking about but is there any any particular moment where you felt really close to god or you can say i know god did that for me you talked about experiencing miracles when you were younger and mm. obviously weeping at the the age of eight and experiencing have there been any other particular moments that you could share with us um yeah 
through lockdown, that was a really uh, interesting turning point. God sort of led me out of that because I knew that I had to stand in front of church and lead from a place of, I guess, just authenticity. And I was not in a good place during lockdown, spiritually. I'm sure, you know, we were, we were all going through what we are going through. I guess that's the most recent one where just heard that quiet whisper and amazingly led me to books that just slowly awakened me and yeah yeah an awakening was how I came out of, of lockdown and led with an amazing sense of who he was for the church and the service at the time mm. it was a really powerful time mm. and I know not everybody had that and I feel very grateful that just the little conversations that I had and the books that I was led to and the you know the online training that I I'm not like that kind of strategic person but I just sort of stumbled on these things but they I know they were yeah 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 really yeah. god timed yeah yeah no it was a really hard time and I think Neil often talks about the desert place and going to the desert place and and you feel like you're on your own but it's actually in that quietness that you can hear the whisper whereas mm. usually everything around you is so loud that it yeah. can be really distracting and I think that's what I found really painful was lots of the crutches that I leaned on it weren't there and it was yeah yeah like you said it's really hard mm. yeah which hopefully will lead us into do you have any um, particular Bible verses or worship songs that are, and now books, that, you know, <laughs> that, that are really special to you? Yeah, this book that I read, How to Worship a King by Zach Neese, that just blew my mind. It, I, I went back to leading worship in a completely different, like I was leading for the first time ever. It It just completely transformed how I interacted and led and understood just felt like I'd l- I was learning everything again wow um yeah the songs that have come from worship central have been really poignant and I've enjoyed a lot of kids because we were doing a lot of kids stuff and um Shane and Shane I don't know whether you know them just no. a really lovely bands that my kids love I sing a lot of stuff with the kids <laughs> um not any one particular song but just albums that sort of sit with you for a while yeah um and recently Brooke Frazier's new seven album has been really beautiful oh. communion song oh right I'll have to go and listen really to it just drive up the M40 crying all the way up the M40 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that sounds like something right up my husband's street so <laughs> I would definitely recommend that too the whole album I played on a journey yeah, in the summer and just yeah. I hope you could see through your tears you know yeah, yeah. Tears are driving. safety, safety yeah. um, so we talked a little bit about what you do for work uh, your spiritual life I want to know what do you do for fun um I run. Is that fun? It hasn't been fun all my life. If it's fun for you, then it counts. <laughs> I've never been a runner. But again, through lockdown, I just started running with a school friend and I've really come to love it. It's sort of lovely headspace. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, what kind of length runs are you doing? Um, uh, I've done 10... I don't do more than 10K, basically. Anything up to 10. Well, that's still very impressive. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> sort of redesigned myself as a 40-year-old. I thought I was going to be 40 and fit, and that's that was my, like, destination. And I managed to do it. You did manage to do it? Yeah. Huh? Very good. <laughs> and maintaining it. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely going to be on my bucket list, I think. Uh, I mean, I've, I've passed the 40 mark, but, you know, definitely to enjoy running. I, I, I still need to get there. <laughs> <laughs> running and baking, I'll always... Those are my two go-tos. And what's your uh, signature dish? Do you have one? Mm. No. Oh. I don't think I do. There you go. I'd have to ask my husband. Yeah. Well, is that it? <laughs> <coughs> lots of lots of uh, cookies, I guess. Co- uh, cookies and cakes. Who doesn't love a cookie or a cake? <laughs> um, great. Well, we're nearly coming to the end, but I need to ask you some very important questions. Uh, you need to imagine you're on a desert island. Does that fill you full of joy or full of dread, first of all? Uh, it depends where the island is. All right. <laughs> it's a nice one. There's... You know, lovely climate, tropical fit. You know, let's make it nice. A nice it's, okay. it's a nice island. It's not a Scottish island. No, no. I mean, well, they're nice, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of nice. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to find... Are you more of an introvert or an extrovert? Would you like to be with people or be on your own? Well, I've changed. I used to be an extrovert, but I actually... I think that's shifted a little bit. Can I have a bit of both? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> people say, I'd like to be on the island, but just for a short amount of time, then I might miss people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah fine. Quite so whilst you're having your, your quiet moment by yourself before the people join you, I need to know uh, what book... You, you get the Bible, obviously. But also, what book would you have? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it's going to be the same one as earlier or if you might take a different book. Uh, a luxury item and uh, your snack of choice. And if you are a podcast kind of person, is there a podcast that you'd be listening to on the headphones? Mm, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, your book. My book would probably be the same, How to Worship a King, so I need to reread it. Mm. Um, my luxury item would be probably my bed. Is that allowed? Yeah, definitely. Not making a bamboo bed. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, it's a luxury item. It's okay. fine. <laughs> Uh, and my snack of choice would probably be um, my husband's granola with dark chocolate chips. <laughs> so really... Maybe that could be your new signature dish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the last one? Uh, a podcast, if podcast. you've got one. I'm not really a podcast person, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I won't tell anyone. No, I, I tend to talk when we're running and I don't have any other time to listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you've got your book to keep you company. I do have a book. Oh, Hannah, thank you so much for talking with me today. You're welcome.